anyone who understands the complexities of this ambitious cinematic masterpiece? This movie isn't stupid! You're stupid! I can't believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. The bitch is back, baby! Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my name. Oh, hi, Mark. Can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. All right, guys. We're back, and uh, movie's so bad, they're good. And this is just bad. Wow, Ian. You, uh, you're you. right. How dare you? You're right. You know, I mean, like... I mean... I know I have mess. issues. I know I have issues, but I mean, fuck, dude. Like, th- this movie is wild, man. It's fucking wild. I mean... It's a magical day. That only speaks part of it, man. <laughs> I-, I told you it was a magical day. Yeah, man. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a pretty amazing. Uh, so we just took our, our put our toes in the water of Neil Breen, and we watched Fateful Findings. Now, this isn't his first masterpiece, right? This is a... He's done a few before this, correct? It is number three out of five. Cool. Three out of five. And, of course, I have Ian with me and also Ryan. Ryan, say hello. Yo. Hey, everyone. All right. No more books. Stop reading, Ryan. Yeah, so we're into uh, Neil Breen here with Faithful Findings. And I guess it's time to get down into the plot, question mark, because there's a lot of plots here. So, uh, yeah. So, Ian, why don't you tackle the first plot? Um, <laughs> as we break down the mini plots, the mini facets the of this. first one or the more important one? You could tackle whichever one you feel necessary. What, what's the difference? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, all right. Well, it starts out. Well, let's, let's start with the first plot we see. We, we see two children who are walking through the forest and there's a skull that moves for reasons and we just ignore that immediately they, they find a mushroom and he's like hey look leah it's a mushroom and he holds look, his leah, hand out a mushroom yeah yeah for he holds well, maybe his hand she out didn't... for like a solid minute as we see the mushroom transform into some sort of jewel case which holds some sort of stones, which I I I'm pretty sure it's the Infinity Stone, but yeah, I, mean, I was that, gonna that, say that too, like the missing one that Thanos couldn't find. Like, yeah, what, yes. which one was that? The the boring stone? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, I've got so much yeah. to do, I'll never get done. That's right, man. Because there, there's actually more stones and other Neil Brain movies within this universe. <laughs> really um, there's more stones <laughs> yeah and, and uh double down there, there's a stone that gives him powers so well anyway uh so they, they get this rock and then they they part ways and uh and, and they say goodbye to each other because leah the girl she she her family moves and so and then we see neil brain much later so i mean I guess it's much later because the car that she leaves in is a Lexus that's like a 2010 model or something. So mm. I guess that the rest of the movie takes place in like 2035 or something. Mm. Yeah, I know, right? 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is, uh, this is pretty well. In fact, I actually got that right here. It's the Rolls Royce that hit him. I saw it. I'm a witness. No, no. I'm a witness. <laughs> well, that, that's a, well, yeah. He, he get, you're jumping ahead. Yeah. He, he uh, as an adult, he gets hit by Rolls Royce and, uh, and gets sent to the hospital. And it, it turns out that the doctor at the hospital, we find out, like, 40 minutes into the film that the doctor at the hospital is actually Leah, his childhood girlfriend. Mm. And uh, who's young enough to be his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're supposed <laughs> to be the same age, but they're clearly 30 years apart. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah. So, so they finally meet up after, 20 to 30 somewhat odd years of being apart from each other and the reason why they meet up is because that they're at a barbecue together and her phone rings which is actually just two dial tones that that's her ringtone is this beep beep yeah and, and then she takes her phone out of her pocket and then a diary pops out of her pocket. that was amazing like a whole <laughs> book is just in her pocket and her excuse for it was i keep it around for good luck it's a big ass diary <laughs> it's like a, and, and a, it opens a, onto the page yes which her 30 years ago she wrote it's a magical, it's a magical day, day. <laughs> it's a magical day <laughs> yeah because i i missed, I missed that part when, when they were Chill the mushroom. She wrote down "It's a magical day" all throughout the entire page. Yeah, and that was it. Not, no, no, nothing about uh, a mushroom that transforms into a jewel case. Nothing about a, a skull that moves for no reason. Yeah, no, it's no, just, no, no, no. It's a magical day. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's it, it just her diary that she's been carrying around for the past 30 years just happens to open up to that entry. And Dylan, Neil Breen's character, sees it and he's like, is that you? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And and then they just fall back in love. She leaves her fiance because she, she's engaged to a guy who, who was at the party. She just dumps who, him. Who yeah. also looks 30 years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think she, she just aged well. I guess she had the she had the Infinity Stones. So yeah, I she, guess yeah. She just kept the aging yeah. process good. She's actually like fifty years old, but she looks like she's twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the magic power of the Rock. Yeah, I guess so, man. It's, it's a magical day, man. I mean, like, yeah. hey, you know what? Matter of fact, it's a magical day. It's a magical time. You can't forget so, that it's also a magical time. So are, we, well as a day. <laughs> so are we all going to do our takes on what we think with the plot? Well, that's one of the plots, Ryan. So we're getting into that oh. one. So he's explaining that he the, the one plot here that runs is him meeting a childhood friend. And then, like, right then, leaving wife and, and boyfriend, which actually, like, him... Well, he doesn't really Hold leave on. her. Go he, ahead. He, explain he no, yeah. she she just commits suicide. Yes. So it, it's <laughs> that takes care of that problem. <laughs> yeah. And then she like, like he, just moves into the house. Yeah. He replaced her quick. <laughs> like within the same day. Yeah. It's just like Emily. Like he he like stumbles upon her dead body and she he's just like Emily, Emily. Oh no. Emily. <laughs> it, it seems like they lay Emily. in bed. They lay in the bed and he put the sheets over the 
And they just sleep on that. <laughs> yeah. They sleep on her dead carcass. It's just yeah. there in the mattress. They covered her up. And that's where and they so, sleep. But before that, we, we just get before it. They went back to the to the magical mushroom that they discovered yeah. 30, 40 years ago. And then they had sex on top of it. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That Look, they, Leo, a mushroom. That, they took their uh, their tops off, weirdly, and then we assume. Um, no, I, I think I think Neil Breen <laughs> takes off both their tops. Yeah, I think doesn't like every sex scene yeah. with Neil Breen basically involves him ripping their shirts. Like he just tears their shirts off or something like that. Uh, Didn't he do that with her too, of- or did they just like? There's a lot of feet shots in this too, where you look at the feet, oh, yeah. and then the yeah, shirts, that, that, that's the shirts a, just that, fall that's by a the feet. Brain classic. Yeah. That is a classic. <laughs> that's an every. She, movie. she's uh, Neil Breen is removing her top, and she's giving this wickedly smile, <laughs> like like this is okay, fine, uh, all right. Yeah, like she's she's totally uncomfortable, but she's just fine. Yeah, I mean she she was nearly just an inch away from like looking at the camera while he's doing. It. Mm. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it's pretty weird uh, that, that it's like that. And then like I know the one with his wife, so they have one with his wife where they have this argument thing. And then, like, she comes in the room, and he's just like, oh, whatever. And then they're, like, going to fuck. And so he's, like, throwing laptops on the ground and shit. And, like, he rips her shirt, and she rips his shirt or something. And they're, like, they're, like, all laughing. So they take their shirts off. And then there's a lot of this weird, like, hugging and, like, lip kiss. But just, like, lip pecks. Like, like lip kissing, but just kind of these pecking kind of kisses and like hugging and then it flips no, away from the sex whatever sex scene it might have been no brain has clearly never kissed a woman yeah yeah it without is. paying her yeah and filming it <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe I, so. I, I wonder if they all do i have to kiss him yeah no, you do. It's Neil Brain's And the answer movie. is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. It's, it's like you, you really don't, but he does have to take your top. Yeah. Um, is there any more towards this plot that you want to uh, like t- taper off before we get to the next yeah, plot? That's pretty much it. Yeah, she moves in. And yeah, that they apparently live happily f- forever after. All right. So, Ryan, why don't you tackle Oh, oh, the- oh, 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 oh. I forgot part. No, uh, she gets kidnapped. She gets kidnapped. That's right. She <laughs> did I get kidnapped. That. Yeah. It's yeah, such I, a forgettable part. Yeah. Uh, she, it's, she, that's how bad this home. movie is that you forget things like her being kidnapped. <laughs> well, like you literally forgot because well, there's so much other shit happening. <laughs> well, no well, Seth, well, Seth, you have to take consideration. He, Of, of course he's going to forget that for the fact he's just going through like, like a little bit of the plot. But I think once we break it down, I think it would have popped up. Okay. No, it has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with anything else in this movie. Who kidnapped well, her? I'm trying to remember. Who was it? it it's not explained. Oh, Name, okay. Nameless. <laughs> she just okay. she gets kidnapped. Because so anyway. I remember he like teleports through the 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 door yeah. wherever she's in yeah. because of the magic rock. Yeah, and then he like uh, opens the door and frees her. Yeah. Well, what what happened was she she was coming home. She's walking home, and then this, this guy with a hoodie just jumps in her way, and he just, like, ca- kind of just 
I don't know what he does. He, he just kind of does a jig in front of him. It <laughs> uh, uh, waves his arms. Uh, she, she's just like grabbing him. Instead of him grabbing her, she's grabbing him. Right. And it's just this weird, awkward thing. Mm. And the, he he, see, he seemed he, like a kidnapper germophobia. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, and, and he like chlor. It's supposed to be chloroform, I think, but he totally just put hydrogen peroxide on a mm. on a tissue and put it in her face. Yeah, you do whatever I you gotta do. I guess it was chloroform. You do whatever you gotta do, man. Yeah, so there is and, that piece, uh, and he saves her like a hero. Because like in every aspect of this, he's like the good guy in bad situations. He, he like, has no flaws whatsoever. Yeah, like there's even a scene where like a young girl who I guess might be in high school question mark is like taking yeah. off her top and trying to shower in his bathroom and stuff, basically trying to get him to fuck her. And then he's yeah. like, This is not good. This is <laughs> not good. No, you can't do this anymore. Okay. Well, let, let's hold let's hold off on that because yeah. that, that's a whole big part. And yeah. uh well, let's part save that nothing. for later on. <laughs> I, uh, back to the kidnapping part though. Uh I, I, I like Neil Breen has a taken moment, but with <laughs> This time, no one's. Oh, hold on, hold on a second. When the guy kidnaps her, he drops the instructions of where to take her. It falls out of her pocket or out of his pocket, and it's signed by the guy who instructed him to kidnap her. Like if you look Convenient. at that, he drops a card. Nice. It says, "Take her to this place." Signature, and then. Uh, Dylan comes home and he's calling her. He's leaving a message. He's like, "Oh, hey, I'm just like walking into the house, and you're not here. Your purse is here. Leah, pick up the phone. Where are you? Pick up the phone." A lot <laughs> of repetition. Up... A lot of him repeating his oh, lines yeah. like two, yeah. three times over. Then he he finds the instructions and he's like, "I will find you, Leah." Mm-hmm. And, and then he just goes straight to the place where they kidnapped her, where the guard is conveniently just sleeping right next to the trailer that she's mm-hmm. locked inside of. And then Dylan wakes him up just to knock him back out with a beer yeah. bottle. They, that and reminds then, me of Miami Connection, where like the guys yeah. just pop up where their kidnapped friend is. But at least Neil Breen gave us an explanation. He dropped the yeah. instructions. <laughs> He's covering his bases. He, the door's locked, so he can't get in. So what does he do? He teleports. Magic. With his magical powers. That's right. It's and, a magical then, day. He takes the blindfold off of her. He takes the gag out of her mouth. And then he's like... Hold on, I need to put the blindfold back on you and then regag you again. And then they reappear out. And then that's the end of that plot. Yep, there we go. So, uh, Ryan, why don't you tackle another plot? What's another plot through this movie? Um, well, before I get into that, uh, just to touch on what you guys are talking about, I think that is the super longest voicemail that she'll probably ever have in her life. And yeah. the fact that he just had a taken moment even though that she was not even on the other line. Mm. Yeah. And, and not, not only that, but he's saying pick up the phone as if it's not a voicemail. It's an answering machine that's probably inside of the house <laughs> that she's clearly not in. Yeah. He's like, I know you're kidnapped, but I... <laughs> All right. Uh, um, 
No, I'm sorry, guys. Ryan's cutting up a little bit, and you missed out what he said, but I think he was trying to say he's sorry. Um, you know, pick up the phone even though you're kidnapped. But, uh, Ryan, are you okay over there? Because it looks like we're losing some connection with you. No, I'm I'm fine. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, we'll keep it going, but if you cut up too much, we'll have to try and pause and, and see what we could do about getting you to recall in or something. So, uh, anyways, go on with your, your second plot here. As in what I think this plot of the movie is? Yeah, so um, Ian tackled the first one. That was basically uh, him reconnecting with a, law, a childhood friend that's like, you know, they're lovers and they reconnect and his wife commits suicide and everything's cool. So your plot, there's, another, there's more plots. There's more things going on here. So what's another plot that's through this movie? Okay, so even though that Neil Breen plays a character named Dylan in this movie, Mm -hmm. uh, I like to think that Neil Breen is actually God himself. Oh, okay. And this whole entire movie, like every sequence and every scene as God, he's live action figures. Like he's playing with toys. And the faithful findings, this is toy box of all the toys he shared. Because everything in this movie seems so jumbled up and especially with like when when drunk jim knocks all that stuff off the grill it seems like you're playing with action figures mm. and how everyone everyone's line in this movie sounds like what neil breen thinks a, a angry wife would sound like mm. i feel like this movie well, the, the... the power sorry no, you mean the part where she's like i'm very pissy <laughs> That that's like it. if a kid was playing with action figures, this is what an angry woman would sound. Like. Yeah. Um. Hold on a second, guys. Let me let me uh let me pause this for a second. Sorry, guys. We're back. Uh, hopefully, we've gotten some of these issues fixed up. Uh, Ryan was just explaining his plot line here through, but he says he feels like Neil Breen is the god in this universe, playing like he's a eight year old kid with toys. And making them say things the way he thinks they should say it. Is that a good synopsis of what you were trying to say through the uh, problems of the, I guess, our connection here? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, I think that is definitely a, a theme or like a uh, a way of, of evaluating the movie. I feel like that's a language of the movie, not necessarily a plot of yeah. the movie. Because the language of this movie is that. It, and a lot of times I almost feel like it's like reading – it's like reading code. Like I remember when my son was getting older and he was like four or five years old and he would try and tell me stuff, but he could only use very elementary words and he, it was repetitious and things like that as well. And you'd have to try and, you know, read out maybe some of his, the way he would point at things and say things and like, Oh, that's what you want. Oh, okay. That's what you need. That's how this movie felt. Because there was a lot of like repeating lines of dialogue and things, and it's like, oh, I, I think I get the idea that you're trying to get across in this movie, but you're doing it very poorly. Because the editing of this movie is is terrible. It just cuts to scenes for reasons, and you and like the dialogue is repeating itself over and over again. But it's not really giving you much of anything of substance other than a few moments. And if you're paying attention and, and you're kind of like, 
you got like this hieroglyphics here and like you're looking at it and you're like, oh, OK, that's what he's saying. Like, that's almost what it is. But then his messages aren't really anything great. Like, it's just more him. So like your plot was connecting with an old friend, which is a nice story. But it has no meaning, especially when it's like yeah. it's like true love trumps any other love. So like you know your wife commits suicide, so you can have your true love. Like I don't yeah. like the, the the point of your story is no sense. But but it's also like somebody's mind, right? Like it's it's one of those weird things where maybe you have some kind of thought where like you know we were just reading an, uh, my Who's Next podcast. We were looking over the Spider Man script that James Cameron did. And one of the things that Spider-Man thinks about is, like, he dreams about Mary Jane being in a burning building so that he comes in and saves her and gets a kiss. That's the <laughs> gist of, like, what this movie is but on the screen. Where instead of yeah. it being some weird thought that you have, like this daydream of being a hero and getting the girl, that's what he's kind of doing here. But it's it's bizarre, like because it is basically your daydream come to life that's nonsensical. Yeah. And Pretty so, like, much, yeah, the other it, plot like line, none of this is actually happening. It's just what he wants to happen. Yes. It, uh, he is an author. It could be actually like a story in one of the books that he's writing. It felt like he took three of the books that he's reading and he combined them all together yeah. to make a movie, but he didn't connect them in any kind of way because the other plot of this movie is him being an author slash super hacker. And I guess yeah. it's played up like he um, after the accident, he like comes back. He, I think he like teleports back home or some shit. Yeah, and, yeah, and, he, yeah, he just teleports back home. Which, which did you notice that the his house carpet is suspiciously similar to the hospital carpet? Yeah, it's the same building. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he comes back and like he he doesn't take these pills, and instead, I I guess that's supposed to be this like the pills are holding him back, and so there is this storyline of addiction. Like, his wife is addicted to the pills that he throws yeah. away. And, of course, it's him being this triumphant man who's like, no, I don't need these pills, and you need to get off these pills. I need to save you off these pills kind of thing. But yeah. then but then, but best he, friend but comes not, back he's in. he's not saving her. All no. he's saying is, get off the pills! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just, like, fusses her, and then they fuck. And then <laughs> she's no, still actually, doing the pills. I think that part is later. No, uh, there's, there's, there's a whole thing where, like... There's, like, three different parts where he's just yelling at her. And she's just like, my life sucks. And he's just saying, get off the pills. Here you go. I think I have That's it here. It. Let me go ahead and play some of it here. We've gone through the good times and the bad times together. I've given it my all. Your pill taking for pain relief has gotten out of control. I told you this was going to drive us apart. He never did, actually. <laughs> we never see him no, actually say that till now. Uh, I, oh, yeah, it's typing. I, I love how I've got to get this work done. <laughs> now it cuts to that. My job yeah. sucks. <laughs> like, he obviously does I not give like a shit about it. He doesn't even give a shit to turn on the laptop. I've got to get nope. this work done. Yeah, like he, she's like, my job sucks. I hate it. And he's just like, I, I gotta get this work done. I, I gotta get this work done. <laughs> Hold on. He's like, 
Quit fucking bothering me. Yeah, here you go. Here's the rest of it. It's going to shock the world. I've hacked into just about all the information I need. They have no idea. It's going to change the world as we know it. It's going to change yeah. everything. Yeah, he doesn't even bother they to have explain no what idea. he's doing. The no. bank is failing. <laughs> Pills help. Pills help. It's a crutch. Get off the pills. Straighten your life out. <laughs> Maybe it's because of you. Ooh. What? I've been so supportive of you. So supportive. <laughs> He's you pauses are upset. <laughs> got, got a pause for I the hate effect. seeing you this Talk way. You're not the same girl. I want that girl back. She's not coming back. Don't turn away. Let's talk. And then it's, it's a little later after that. Let's see. Hold on. Well, actually, hold, hold on. It, it sounds like you're just pressing different sound clips, but the reality is that you're not doing anything. No. And that's actually one scene with cut many like random pauses. Yes. Yes. With the dialogue. Yeah, it is. It is exactly that. It, it almost sounds like I took like a bunch of audio and cut it all together, but didn't space it properly. And it's just them two talking, but it's actually the way that this movie is shot. And then after that fight, that's when he ends up in the office all of a sudden. And yeah. she comes yeah, in he, there he's and saying, they fuck. He's saying, let's talk about it. Yeah. And then it cuts to him in a whole nother room with the laptops. And she walks in and it's like, I'm done talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's, yeah, that's exactly it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Dev, but but again, that goes towards this other. So there's the other plot of like the addiction stuff because it's that, and I think also isn't Jim's wife also dealing with addiction as well? Like no, she's no, he he's drunk all the time. Yes, he is drunk all the time, and uh, she is just a bitch. But there like, is a part in it where is. she's in the bed and she's like, "I'm taking these pills. I'm sorry." I'm so sorry. She's some shit yeah, like that. That's true, but it, that's the it doesn't focus one enough with them. That comes up. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't really come up that often. Yeah, because he gives her shit for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then she explains herself. Yeah, you're right. And then like later on, there's there's that. But we'll get into that later. The other plot I'd say in here is that he's an author who turned hacker and then exposes the secret government corporate secrets, which is actually the best scene in the movie. That ending yeah. scene of him like behind a podium and exposing the secrets, and it's just like, I'm president of the bank. It, <laughs> yeah, I resigned today. And it's just gun, gun to the temple. Boom. And, <laughs> and then he's like, so, yeah, I'm so the senator. I'm the senator, and I've done a terrible job. Cut to him hanging himself in the room. Yeah, I'm the I, president. Yeah, so half of them <laughs> kill themselves in front of everybody. The other half go home and kill and themselves. And then, like, everybody's cheering after they'll, like, yeah. die. You hear, like, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, not a single person is like, holy shit. Yep. No, I, I had a question about all that. Okay. Now, so am I led to believe that after they give their, did they 
they just go home right away and commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, even though, oh, like for example, the first guy who, 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 pretty much measures how he was going to aim the gun to his head. Yeah. And then the next person who goes like goes home and hangs him, like while he's hanging himself, they just continue talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a montage. Yeah. Oh, actually, I have the scene here. Here we go. Let's play some of it. Here are the files and supporting documents. <laughs> he gets the round of applause. <laughs> and supporting truths. The factual documents. I'm releasing these files to the public today. Money, payoffs, and greed were always the priority of my company. Like many companies. <laughs> like many companies. I'm afraid of going to prison. They now know my crimes. <laughs> I am resigning today as your senator. The people who elected me deserve someone who cares about them and the country. Many of my other fellow incompetent senators must resign now also. My releasing these files today will not endanger any innocent persons, but they will identify governments and corporations that have committed fraudulent and criminal activities against mankind. These people must be punished and eliminated immediately. I resign today as president of the bank. For their lying, their greed, their injustices. We were all under pressure to operate in a deceiving way and cheat the customer. Goodbye. All right, that's it there. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> I wanted this like a suicide yeah, gun chat. It does go on for another like 12 minutes. <laughs> oh, it's like a six-minute scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just him exposing everybody. Then it ends with him and his like best friend, now girlfriend, because wife committed suicide. They all just leave together forever. So. It ends on such a happy note. Like... Yeah, it does. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah, because in, in the Breen universe, apparently swallowing pills is an instant kill. Yeah, definitely. She was addicted to drugs, which makes her a bad person. So she had to go. Yeah, for sure. It definitely so. You just got to kill people off who are just terrible, like uh, Jim. Jim as well. Like he was a bad person, always drunk, like acting up, knocking over bottles at dinner and stuff. Like it just was intolerable. All the hot dogs at the barbecue. Yeah, no, he did. He wasted all that food, so like he he had to kill himself. He tried to fuck Emily. Uh, Dylan's wife. Yeah, he did. <laughs> In front of everybody. I, oh, I yeah. do like how he knocked over the hot dogs before he, he even stumbled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he hit <laughs> him yeah. first. He stumbled and... afterwards. <laughs> he it was like it was like an infomercial, like yeah, you, you know, like those really terrible infomercials yeah. where so, 
somebody just tired of this happening everything. to you yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, actually if, uh, after this anybody who's listening if you look up uh neil brain yms which stands for your movie sucks there's is this movie reviewer who reviews faithful findings well uh, his first three movies which are double down i am here now and faithful findings and he actually covers that uh, he actually shows like that as an infomercial like black and white with a big red x over it and it's like are you tired of this happening to you oh yeah it does look a lot like that now that you say that true 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 <laughs> that's funny yeah uh but yeah i think that covers most of the plot so we tackled like a plot where um dylan and leah find each other years later and reconnect um him being a author turned hacker who takes down government like senators bank president president of insurance just the president of like all just, insurance yeah. <laughs> it's he, just, he's just getting that. rid of corruption and, and then that, also that, there's the go ahead i'm sorry that, that is a uh, very excessive thing in all of neil brain's movies he, in every single one of his movies he takes down corruption yeah like all five of them yeah so then the other the other plot through this is just the i guess the turmoils of of marriage and that leads to suicide because like everybody just commits suicide you know like it has nothing to do with well he killed himself you know exactly he he didn't actually kill himself though she killed him and it made it look like a suicide yeah yeah which she wasn't even trying to kill him she was trying to shoot his car but she missed and shot him directly in the head yep (laughs) <laughs> no, and she, she shot him direct. She shot him directly in the side of the. Yeah. Even though she was clearly aiming at his. Like she, face. she failed so hard. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> to shoot that car. Definitely. So you're right. You're right about that. So, um, so, and then there's the the plot line of just the magical powers, which I don't. That really has no, like at least the marriage plot line. Well, okay. it's also a reoccurring theme. The the, the marriage, all five of those yeah, it's more of a reoccurring theme than a plot part because I mean there are elements that that kind of string together as a plot where he finds this thing in the beginning and it kind of helps him throughout the movie and he even enters some kind of magical world at times like some dark black world where he's like yeah, naked the and trash bag room. Yeah, the trash bag room. Yeah. <laughs> so there is that, but like that never really culminates to anything like the other plot lines. The other plot lines yeah. at least end somewhere. Like they end with everybody committing suicide and him and his best friend yeah. walking off together. And the other plot ends with him exposing all the secrets and all the quote unquote bad government, corporate people, whatever, kill themselves. So Again, all these weird plot lines, we've talked enough about the plot. Let's get into what's bad and what's good. And tr- we might want to trim down some of this because this got way in the weeds on just the plot alone. <laughs> yeah. So, Ryan, what's bad about this movie? <laughs> it hasn't been apparent already. Uh, what's bad for me is the trajectory and the ballistics of the bullet. That well, we, yeah, we just Jim was struck. Yeah, no, we we just all agreed. But no, if you really look, I mean, take take it could pass off as a suicide because he shot on the side of the temple, other than 
than the fan. So I don't know if that was just a mistake or actually that can really work as a suicide. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then he, she just placed the gun and the, sh- the shell right next to him. And I think the daughter's <laughs> lines was out of order because she walks up to her and says, you, and then she reacts to when her dad is dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than the other way around, no. my dad's dead. And then it's like, what happened? You killed him. Mm-hmm. I, I think she. Nope. I think we lost Ryan. Well, I'm, I'm right here. Yeah, you keep cutting out. I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, we're going to have to. We'll try and push through a little bit. If not, we'll pause and see if we can fix it again. Sorry, listeners, for some of the confusion. I'm glad that you stayed with us, and I'm sorry, Ryan, that this is happening to you. But uh, I need to upgrade you in it, motherfucker. All right, uh, next one on the docket here is about is what's bad. I'll say the editing work here is bad. It's definitely, <laughs> like, that goes under bad. Like, because just trying to follow it as a story, it cuts to a lot of different things sharply. And puts you in like different rooms or in different parts of the movie just all of a sudden. And it makes for watching this like as a cohesive piece just very difficult. So that's definitely yeah. under bad. Yeah, it's. Yeah, well, especially since the beginning, it shows them as kids. And then suddenly, all of a sudden, he's aged 30 years. And it doesn't explain that. You just assume that. Mm-hmm. Like. We, we don't know that until we see until they reunite and then we see oh they were kids together the magical day diary entry okay so that first scene where there's two kids that was them mm. because it doesn't explain that it just shows them as kids and then suddenly Neil Breen is fucking like 50 years old it's like 40 years later and then it shows him talking to his wife on the phone she's talking to him but he is not talking yeah He's not saying anything, and you just hear her just re- reacting to nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So, Ian, uh, I think me and Ryan said a bad. What's your bad? What's, what's something bad? How much time you got? Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> we'll, I, we just put we're just gonna name a few things, and we'll move on to the good. Yeah. Um, this this is actually nitpicking, but it does really bother me. When they're all having dinner, the the two families, there's Dylan and his wife, Emily, and then there's the neighbors, Drunk Jim and Nameless Wife and the daughter, um, fuck, what's her name? It doesn't matter. Uh, Mm. (laughs) They're at the dinner table and they all have plates in front of them, but there's no food. Mm. They're just sitting around there and and then, yeah... uh, the daughter says, I'm hungry. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait till we eat. Yeah. She, she was definitely the worst act, actor in the whole movie. Oh, I've got that audio clip here. And I actually did like at the end of it where she's like telling him about her elephant project or some shit. And then, <laughs> then, her, then her. In Africa. Yeah. And then her dad's like, he doesn't want to hear about her, your project. And then he's like, I do want to hear about her project. 
<laughs> and uh, when he knocks over the beer because you know he's drunk, Jim. Bop, 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 bop. Yeah, because <laughs> <He's like, laughs> he like he actively, does what drunk Jim does. He actively bats the beer, and then he's like, "Oh, jeez." Oh, like. <laughs> and, and, and then it shows their appetizer, which wasn't there earlier, but it does show yeah. that they do have an appetizer, which is four slices of bread, <laughs> not toast, not garlic bread. Not anything special. It's just four slices of regular fucking bread. Yeah. Ryan, you've got another bad here. Uh, Ryan? Mr. Ryan. Yeah. Can you hear me? Now I can. What's up? What's your bad? Uh, I was going to say the special effects when he, he gets beautiful Rolls Royce. Yeah. Oh, that was sweet. I love that. Oh, what about the special effects of the little like spirit thing floating around, like the little smoke uh, shit? The little ghost, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that never gets explained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I'd agree with you, Ryan. Um, I'll say what's a what's a bad. I guess is um, you got anything else, Ryan? I'm sure if you give me time. Sure. I'll find something. All right, no, that's fine. Uh, I'll get into a bad. I, I'd say it's pretty bad to write your movie where a girl who was apparently supposed to be in high school wants to fuck you and has a like <laughs> turn your back, take off your top, jump in your pool, jump in your shower yeah. type thing. Like, and then it's you being the this can't happen. No, like that. Oh, well, I would you're, definitely you're say it's bad. Worst part of the yeah. Like this is it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's that's definitely a huge bad. I think to just play on the idea of pedophilia, like and, and, for and, no well, reason. It's not. It's not pedophilia because he is not into it. He, well, like, this is. He, it's, it's, like he builds this up as he's a been reason. Tempted to with it. Know how moral, su- morally superior, Bill Brady. No, is it's true. It's not. It's here. not pedophilia, but he's playing he's, with the idea. She of is it. the 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 whore. Yeah. Who, yeah. <laughs> who wants to seduce him, and so he punishes her by killing her dad. Yeah. I mean, not Dylan, not the character Dylan kills her dad, but Neil Breen, the uh, the creator of this world, kills her dad off. So as pun- that's pretty much the way I see it. Uh, to to play back on the Ryan's Neil Breen is God theory. Yeah. Which eh, actually is pretty correct. Yeah. No, yeah, it, def- it definitely yeah. is. It, it definitely but, is. Um, pr- pretty much. So, um, yeah, she co- she goes into his pool, takes her top off, and he still wants nothing. So she goes inside of her house and takes a bath. But and this is what bothers me. Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of just cutting into your, your No, no, it's fine. Go for it. She, she wants to make a bubble bath, so she pours in the the stuff for the bubbles but she doesn't clog the drain so it just goes straight down the drain (laughs) did you notice that yeah yeah no yeah (laughs) well i think what's even worse than that though is the fact that they call her parents and her parents are just like oh she was over there that's bad they they don't care with each other yeah they they (laughs) don't really care about the whole thing like it's just kind of like yeah whatever like it's no this is a very serious thing your daughter that, that is important shows how frustrated he is 
because they don't give a shit about her. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I have. Hold, hold on, right? You you just skip one thing. The most important part is, is when he lectures, her, and he's saying you like he picks up her towel, covers her back up, mm. and he says, "You can't do this anymore. No, please stop." And I think she's supposed to have a line because when he says. You can't do this anymore. Please stop. He he kind of like nods at her, like, come on, say your line. <laughs> and it just like a, totally breaks the fourth wall and looks directly at the camera. Yeah. And just stares at it for a second. Yeah. And he, turns back and he, says, and he, just, he just continues, like, yeah. please stop. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and like that, that look that she gives the camera, uh, that's the look of somebody, get me the fuck out of this movie yeah. like like <laughs> actual like she is actually asking for help like what the f- she's regretting every decision that she ever made that led up to this fucking movie definitely and she's she's expressing it like she every other part that she's in this movie she's the worst actor yeah in that part she, that is actually she transformed into the best actor because she shows us the viewer how horribly like desperate she is to get out of this movie. Yeah. Now, Ryan, what you was trying to say? Uh, um, yeah, I was like, yeah, she gave us that look of dread that she was. Um, but I was saying that I actually have another bad for this film. Okay. Other than back to the same scene I mentioned, I was talking, I was trying to mention to Ian how slow first respond was. Mm-hmm. And, when they actually, when they put the breathing apparatus, it's over the bandages? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Everything in that hospital, like him, not only did, did they put that, but didn't his wife, when he teleports home, didn't his wife try to kiss him through the bandages or something? Because she gets in the shower with him, and he's like in the shower with the bandages on his face, and she's in there with her little nightie or whatever, and the water's just streaming on him, and I thought he like she like tries to kiss him is like kissing the bandages over his mouth. So like, yeah, there's a lot of that kind of shit. That's just weird. That's true. Ian, why don't you give us one more bad before we switch over to good? Yeah. Well, the actors are all really fucking shitty. Yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> I mean, like I was talking about how. Uh, Allie, the little girl I remember her name, her name is Allie. Mm-hmm. She was really bad, but she was not too far off. Fuck everybody. Yeah, for sure. Everybody uh, was shit. Fucking, as as uh, Neil Breen's wife, Emily, is like straight from Russia or some shit. She had a. Yeah, she a does weird, have a weird Russian accent. Eastern too, European yeah. accent. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Hey, you get who you can get to do these movies, man. You you, you tell some yeah. Eastern Europeans like, "Hey, I'll like, make you it, a star in America," actually, and they're like, "Okay." And, and the, this is more than just faithful findings. Every it yeah. is actually really impressing of how horrible every single actor is in all of his movies. Mm. Like they're all that same caliber, just mm. shit porn quality. Yeah. Um. All right, we're going to, uh, to keep this mo- episode moving along, we're going to switch over to good. What's good? I'll start with the good because I don't have many at all. 
but one good I'll say is, is definitely was funny. And that ending scene where everybody like shoots themselves, the banks and all that, and him making the announcements of the secrets is definitely a good. That is so hilarious. I've just shown that to a couple people around. And I just people are holding themselves laughing at just how terrible this is. And Ryan, are you fighting your phone? There's definitely a lot of noise happening on the other end. Yeah. Like, it sounds like you're just smacking the mic right now. <laughs> and Ryan's gone. All right. <laughs> this is episode is feeling like a Neil Breen movie. All right. <laughs> um, but, no, I would say that's definitely a good. I thought the way that it ended yeah. was hilarious. Well, and, yeah. I, you know, to add to that, <laughs> uh, it, it that was that would have been a, an amazing, intense scene if the quality wasn't just so shitty. It was him standing in front of a green screen with the microphones <laughs> there and the yeah, green screen. And, um, <laughs> and then, like, him standing there and then cut to, like, yeah. all the bank like, insurance presidents. Horribly. Just all in the crowd. And you know what's funny, too? The crowd that's cheering them on, because we played a bit of the audio already. The crowd that's cheering yeah. them on in that, there's like, they get a credit at the ending, and it's like four people that make up the crowd. And it just has crowd for, it, and there's it like four names. It yeah. just shows microphones. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty amazing. So I think that's a good What you got so, is a good like, If it was actually way better with a much better budget and a much better director and screenwriter and producer and editor it would have been a great scene yeah yeah definitely so um i'd agree what what's another good you got uh ian i think ryan's having a little issue i'm trying to see if i get it sorted out what's another good you got uh i loved how uh, actually this is really awesome he got not only a Rolls royce but also a ferrari in this movie how i have no idea but he got a fucking rolls royce and a fucking ferrari in this movie yeah it's magic it's power magic like that is amazing actually both of those cars are double down Mm. (laughs) (laughs) he he reused them for this movie hey man is he's ball he must be he must be a great he's like an architect right neil breen real life yeah that's it that's a real job and he funds movies off of tech money well actually he Double down, or sorry, Faithful Findings last one. I think he ran out of money because the two after that passed through and Twisted Pair were crowdfunded. Hmm. <laughs> so he ran out of architect money. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I mean, there, there, see, when I try to think of more goods, see, the problem I have is like some of the bad movies we've seen they're still able to follow through to some degree of like a, of a story there. And this is so like, I feel like this could have been just a YouTube movie that, you know, like it, it like, and it's really bad. Like I, it's definitely under the worst movies I've ever seen. Like it definitely gets that. So I guess I could put that as a good because it won an award from me. Like it is definitely, it's it's just so bad. That this is Neil Breen's best movie. Yeah, and it's so bad <laughs> that it's hard to even justify it as a movie other than just some long skit he put together. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. He, he just got a bunch of things and put 
Yeah, like it, that's what it almost felt like. He filmed a bunch of shit and just cut it together and called it a movie. And then, like, right. I'm hearing that he basically recreates this. Like, there's another movie that's basically the same script. Yeah, that that's double down. Yeah, so like it's just the same movie kind of over again. It's wild. So like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, this movie and this is the thing too. This movie. It doesn't benefit from anything like it is so bad in areas where it's like it's funny at times and stuff, but it doesn't really benefit um, from like anything that's shocking or anything that like like if he put something up there, like some crazy, I guess, violent scene or a sex scene or something like that, where you're like, what the fuck? Like something like that, I think. It would actually help in certain ways, but I mean, he yeah. still kind of has his own cult following with how bad it is. Like, I, I'm not gonna lie, like yeah. the 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 dialogue is definitely a bad, but also a good because the dialogue is the definition of so bad it's good because it's yeah. hilarious how it's cut together and everything. Um, yeah, it, it's it's definitely like right up there with Cyberkov and the room and yeah. everything. It's just like. It, it blows your mind. Like, how, like, what is everybody thinking? What, what is Neil Brain thinking? Does he actually think this is good or does he not care? Yeah. Or what? Yeah. And, and you know what's even better is that he refuses to acknowledge that it's a, that his movies are cult following. He calls it a mainstream film. Mm. Like, like that when he did his, um, the crowdfund for I think it was pass through mm. uh, he, he made a video put it out on the internet and he he talked exactly like he does in the movies like a robot with one word at a time <laughs> he said this is not a midnight film this is a legitimate mainstream film and then in uh twisted pair he talks about how all of his movies sell out mainstream uh films and how uh he can't even show his movies at small theaters because there's not enough seats Mm. and like either he's just bullshitting with everybody and he's like one of the best con artists of all time Oh, he's just like, or, he's, or he's just delusional. Yeah. <laughs> Either I'm one works less for me. I like stable. Yeah. Ryan, you're back. Woo! Yeah, and I blame you guys. Why what? do you blame us? Well, since you mentioned how much of a piece of shit my phone is, <laughs> I decided to turn itself off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you, I'm you not... sound better. You sound not, much better now. I'm not kidding, because when you guys are talking about update your shit, your phone's a piece of shit, that all that stuff, mm. my phone pretty much told me, uh, all of a sudden I got a notification that my phone was upgrading. That's probably like what it was. 12.4. That's and probably it what sta- it was. It's, it started like auto, like, updating the phone. And I'm like, no, 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 they weren't talking about you. 
And <laughs> it wound up fucking shutting off. Dude, Dude you, you sound so much better now. Yeah, though. you're coming in clear though now, and it's probably because your phone needed an update. You did not want to update it. See, your phone needs loving from you, Ryan, and when you don't give it the dick and give it the upgrade, it gets mad. And now you cut up this whole episode. People are going to have to decipher what you're saying like a Neil Breen fucking movie. And now they finally get you clear when we're closing in on the end of this episode. So... We've been talking about good. Ryan, oh, I'm going to so, let you say uh, one good that you have from this. Well, one more good. I think you listed one. Uh, say one more good so that we can get uh, into the facts of this movie. I, I got I got one thing after him. Okay. Well, y'all do each do one, and then we'll move on from this. Go ahead, Ryan. Um, okay. One good thing that's actually about this movie is – uh, let's say if you guys asked me to make a Matrix movie but with a super low budget, here it is. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm feeling that. Uh, Ian, you got something else on good? The credits. The yes. credits is the best part. You're right. Like, it seriously is the best part. And it has, like, the credits has the, the credits themselves has the greatest plot twist in cinematic history. Yep. Explain yourself, fool. <laughs> so, it, well, first, it, it makes more sense if you see his previous two movies, Double Down and I Am Here. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like the pause you always give it. I Am Here. <laughs> now. Yeah, because <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, it is I Am Here dot, 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 dot. Now, and, <laughs> the fourth like, dot. He, <laughs> that makes he has a difference. fourth dot in the ellipses. Ellipses is three dots. He has a fourth one because he's no brain. He doesn't give a fuck. Uh, anyway, right. I digress. Boss. Um, the uh, so in those two movies, the credits are Neil Breen did everything. Sweet. He he, uh, he directed it. He produced it. He wrote it. He did the cinematography. He uh, did the lighting. Uh, under makeup and hairdressing, it was were none. He actually credited nobody. <laughs> and then it's just shit. like as the credits go down. And faithful findings, he actually has people and companies. There's even like a caterer, eats and eats, and then there's like just random people's names. Then after it's done, it says the the best part, which is. Um, any name in these credits with either an N or a B in their name are fictitious. <laughs> they are actually Neil Breen himself. <laughs> and then you scroll back up and all of them have an N or a B. <laughs> like, it's all him. <laughs> so, like, He's the god making everybody his puppets. Eats and eats. There's that in, so he provided the food. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait. he fooled us all. Yep. Was he also the key grip? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the key grip. <laughs> Definitely so. Uh, so, he, yeah, it's, it's like the bow on top to just, like, wrap up this wonderful masterpiece. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. What do we got for facts? Who's got the facts here? Some facts. 
fucking nothing. I know <laughs> one thing we can say as a fact, though, is that we do know that he is an architect who financed these movies on his own. There's something of his own creation. To be honest, it really isn't probably much on facts because it's all him. Like, it's just all yeah. him doing everything. So there's not really much in facts to really break down other than the fact that he does it all. And I think the other fact we have, too, is that he mail orders Russian brides to come and act in his movies. I am pretty convinced that he uh, does that because of that assumption. <laughs> I'll go with it. I don't know if it's fact, but I feel like it's fact. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, there, there really is, like, nothing. Uh, no, nobody's ever gone to the media with anything. Like, yeah. This happened because of this or anything. It's just... He just made his own movies, which is actually really inspirational. Like, mm. I feel like, like, why am I wasting my life, like, <laughs> like just doing just a regular job when I could be making movies when this guy makes movies? Yeah. Like, this guy made not only this movie, but he made this movie five times. Yep. And with a cult following, like, I need to make my movie. Yep. It's so inspirational. Yeah, definitely so, man. It's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, so as far as facts go, that's about it on that. Um, yeah. I guess we can move into rating this movie now. Yep. Okay. So, Ian, give us our rating scale. How we're we doing it? So there's classic two ratings. There's the like. The production quality of how good right. it is, and then the entertainment the quality of how good it is. So uh, those are our two scales. quality are um, it, it's low, but okay, it's different from Samurai Cop because Samurai Cop, like production and cinematography, all of that was so horrible. It's this weird. Was better. I feel like he, he had stuff. a better camera. Yeah, but then there's also. The acting was so much worse. Yeah, I'll I'll give it one empty pill bottle because like it's just it's the camera work is better, but I think that's also because of the time. Because that samurai cop was done in the nineties. Yeah. Where this is like I, my phone can produce better camera quality than the cameras they had in Samurai and, Cop. And there's no boom mic. Yeah, that's true. He he doesn't have any boom mic coming up, but I think it's because he used like the mic that's attached to his camera. I I think it's I don't think there is like a a boom mic being held above so that the audio can be caught properly. I think because you can hear like all the background noise, like there is no noise reduction or anything like that happening to kind of clear up. And then he's always got the ominous background music. So oh oh oh, I forgot about that. All right, let's. Go all the way back to what we were saying about. Saying about what? Good and bad? Yeah, the bad. That music was awful. Yeah, no, it definitely was. It was like oh the worst, God. like, it sounded like the worst go online and find like a non-copyrighted music to use. And that's, oh, that's what exactly got. what he did. Yeah, exactly. And he <laughs> just like laid that behind tracks that he thought oh, was like, okay, this will work. So horrible. Yeah, that's, it's pretty bad. Oh, that was the worst part of the movie. The, that music that went through the entire movie. Yeah. It was so. the same song. Like, yeah. So I'm rating one empty pill bottle. What are you rating the production quality here? 
I'm going to do more than that because, I mean, even though the times are better, he still had better quality equipment. Too many feet shots for me. I mean, dude, there's so much just cameras at people's feet. Like yeah. walking and yeah, moving. The, the, like, uh, so... Yeah, the shot. Like, why? Yeah. It's yeah, like, only Tarantino I, gets away with that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah Tarantino, well, that, be, Tarantino definitely Tarantino watches this movie and jerks actually, off like, all the time. In fact, shit. Tarantino is the reason why this movie's on Pornhub. I truly believe it. Like, he put it up there because this is what he jerks off to. Just all yeah. the feet shots. There is so much yeah. just. But uh, here's the difference Tarantino, like, he zooms up on. Like it's an actual like point he's trying to get across. True. Neil Breen, he probably just didn't really like realize that the camera was just angled down. I know I have issues. Yeah. Because there's like entire parts where it shows like half, like the bottom half of the bunch <clears throat> yeah bodies. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, it's just bad so camera. I, anyway, I, I'm I'm gonna give it quality one. Three. A three. Uh, Three what? Yeah. Uh, three corrupt senators. There you go. That sounds perfect. Ryan, what are you giving this for production? For production, I actually give it three awkward handlings of... Handling what? You cut out. I'm sorry. Three awkward handlings of what? Uh, three awkward handlings of... I think you need another update, buddy. You keep cutting out right at the last point. Three awkward handlings of what? A gun. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Perfect. All right. So um, that's good. What do you you want to say? Any comments about the production quality before we move on to entertainment value? No. No, I think I think we said all we need to say about the quality. Yeah. Okay. Quality. Gotcha. All right. So entertainment, Ian. What are you giving it as far as entertainment? Fucking ten, yeah. It's a it's a ten, um, Ferraris. There you go. All right, um, I'm gonna give it seven missing childhood girlfriends. <laughs> uh, it, look, there was some funny parts, especially the end. But like, it's. It's a rough watch for me, honestly. Like, just sitting through that. Like, I didn't find the enjoyment out of it like I did with something like Miami Connection or even Samurai Cop and things like that. It is very bizarre. But I am on board to see more of what he's got. I know that's coming. Ryan, what are you giving it for entertainment? For entertainment? Yeah. I actually give it... Ten more movies just like this to connect to bring you. Okay. <laughs> so you're a ten on this, just like Ian. There, I'm. I'm. I'm the oddball out here. I'm giving it a seven, man. I'm just not too. Uh, I'm not too keen on this one as the bad movie. But uh, I feel you. I, look, there's a lot of actually fun to have. Like if you truly just love bad movies, this is one that goes up there as far as one of the worst movies I've seen. But it is. It is funny. It is it is crazy. There's just a lot of shit in here that like I understand why it's the phenomenon of bad movies. I guess you can say like because it's so insane that somebody now with all the movies out there to kind of use as examples of all the educational material out there to learn how to shoot these movies and the fact that you've done multiple movies and you're still putting out shit like this. 
Like, I don't understand how you can watch 99% of the things on Netflix right now and then look at yours and be like, this is a masterpiece. Like, <laughs> I don't know well, how that happens. Would you believe happens. that it, it gets worse as time goes on? Uh, I... I'm not surprised. I am not surprised. I'm I I am looking forward to seeing. I'm wondering if maybe other movies give me more enjoyment than this or not. So I'm curious to, to dive in a little deeper on Faithful Findings. I mean uh, on uh, Neil Breen's movies past Faithful Findings. So um okay, so we've rated this movie. Now we have to sell a movie. So it's another Neil Breen movie. We're apparently going to be connecting and watching a lot of these Neil Breen movies to put the universes in perspective. And then I think we're doing like a solo episode where we're just going to talk about how they're connected or not or whatever the case is. Yeah, when we're done with all. So what's the next movie? However long it may take. The next one is his first one, Double Down. So this is the very first one that he ever did? Yeah, back in 2005. Nice. Ryan, did you watch this one? I I did catch it in the watch party. Okay. Uh, I think sometime yeah. during this week. Okay, cool. So y'all can both maybe tag team on selling it to me. Go ahead, go. Okay, so uh, before I do, put, take Faithful Findings, that this one that we just currently watched. And, uh, say say the and really quick. Say the like the main probably five things about it that stick out. Suicide, magic powers, rock, teleportation, uh, broken marriages, and um, children trying to fuck you. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> It's not exactly that, but Double Down <laughs> is, exactly has that. a childhood <laughs> girlfriend who gets killed. It's got a magic rock that gives him powers, and he's the world's greatest hacker. Okay, yeah, you know that's the other thing I missed <laughs> hacking. Yeah, that's another big yeah. point. But and, you know, and the childhood I, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, childhood girlfriend. Okay, who okay. is clearly thirty years younger. But see, in this one, there's a twist. So the childhood girlfriend dies, where in Faithful Findings yeah. she lived, and she yeah. became his doctor. His other not wife doctor. Dies. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Double Down is the story of the world's greatest espionage spy. Let me ask: How many plots is in this? It's definitely fewer than Faithful Findings, but it's it doesn't make as much sense as a fateful findings. Really? How do you do that? <laughs> How do you have a more it's, like like a more precise type vision, but make it more convoluted than something that has yeah, like a lot of strings? Like, That's it, amazing. Like there, there's there's way more scenes that things happen, and you have no idea. Why. Mm, no idea why. Got you, Ryan. You have anything to say on this? Uh, sorry. What? Just, just uh, it's it, it's faithful. No, Ryan's cutting out like crazy. Ryan, you're gonna have to get your internet and phone working or something. <clears throat> you got to figure out something, man. Because <clears throat> uh, 
Well, this is going to be a problem episode for Ryan here. So sorry, listeners, in advance. Um, well, let, let me finish on what, what I was saying. Sure, this go ahead, Ian. Of the world's greatest espionage spy slash hacker slash uh, war hero slash terrorist <laughs> slash um, you, you know what uh, hold on I, actually I wrote it down on uh, Facebook just today uh, let, let me see <laughs> what I wrote down sorry just um, so okay so he is world's greatest espionage spy slash hitman slash hacker slash war hero slash terrorist slash car thief slash canned tuna connoisseur because <laughs> neil breen loves his canned tuna no shit there, there are multiple scenes where he's just going to town on his canned tuna oh oh you know what we we forgot to mention the spinach and faithful findings i just remembered he makes his girlfriend watch him eat dry spinach. <laughs> you remember that? And no, then he, I, say, I don't remember that. Shit. Yeah, there's just a whole scene where he's just eating spinach in front of her. And then he sets it down on a bunch of papers and the plate just falls down. And she's just like, oh my god. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. But anyway, in this movie, he's Cantuna. <laughs> Great. And so basically the uh it's about his childhood girlfriend who is actually same age as him but obviously 20 years old younger than him. Uh she gets killed because he was actually a target but, but they missed him and so he goes rogue and rogue. so he's he's living out of his car in the Nevada desert. Nice. Just just uh you know trying to get back at the government and uh hacking as mm. neil is one to do all right man interesting uh, it's definitely a different like it's not just him in his home like he's like a rogue type of like yeah it's more of a vigilante story. kind of deal almost yeah. like well, against yeah, the government no, no not vigilante because he's still taking missions from the government like, but he's also fighting the government at the same people. time. <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> like, like, it starts out as like kind of like Dolomite, where there's this revenge plot mm. because they killed his wife. Yeah. But instead of going against the government, he just does missions for them. Uh, Ryan, are you there now? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm hearing you okay now. Do you now. want to speak any more on this movie before we shut the episode down? No, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Sorry. Sorry you've been having such a problem with this, man. Uh, I, I, we're going to try and figure out some more when we do our next recording. So um, we'll try and figure it out. I don't know why it's acting up for you this way. Uh, I keep saying it's your internet, and it could be it's, it could be such a number of things. I'm just kind of fucking yeah. what you want it, but I don't. No, that's don't fine know. because uh, uh, because the same thing's happening over here. It's like you two are talking, and then y'all are cutting in and out. Yeah, and that's why I think it's on your end because, uh, like Ian, I think I'm sounding pretty clear to you. Is that correct? Because you're coming in like perfect I for me. 
you're actually kind of cutting off for me a, a tiny bit, not as much as Ryan, but a tiny bit, and it's been more lately. You, you're cutting up for me a tiny so. bit as well, actually. There are a few moments where you kind of cut. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm hooked up to an Ethernet cord, so my shit should be pretty on point. If y'all are using Wi-Fi, then that always is going to give it a little more of a problem. Uh, unless you, even if you have the the if it, have it clear. It depends on what kind of modem you got, what kind of router you got. There's You're going through a number of factors that kind of dilute the connection to your internet. Right. So um, that's why I'm assuming yeah, that be, it's yours. I mean, I mean uh, like with our, for some reason, she decided to put the modem in the little, like, that was stupid. Yeah. And also sometimes it could depend, too, on your vicinity. Like, where are you at in comparison to the router? Like, being closer to the router does help. So that can also be an issue that you're having, Ryan. Too, I don't know how close you are to it or not. I mean, you. Can... Uh, well, I'm in, uh, I'm in like my bedroom, her bedroom, right across the hall. Yeah, so it shouldn't, but um, there's a number of factors with that too. But we can talk about it later off, Mike. All right. Well, thank you for selling the movie. Uh, we're definitely going to be watching. I think we're going to be doing a watch party, as well with it. But of course, so no point in announcing it here because this episode is going to come out after it's done. But you can always join um, the Facebook group, Movies So Bad They're Good, and you can join in on a bunch of different watch parties that they've had. I think I saw y'all did Evil Dead, actually, not too long ago. Somebody put that yeah, up there. Yeah, that, that was this morning or last night. Yeah, so uh, they do a couple, y'all do a couple yeah. different watch parties, and also everybody likes to share their favorite bad movies and post. They'll put posters, pictures. People will talk about these movies and stuff, and it's a pretty fun little group. So go ahead and check Ian out over there with the number of his other um, moderators that help filter the content and <coughs> excuse me, and also like you know just make sure everything fits to the standard of what you're talking about so that people who come there are getting what they're coming there for. Just bad movies that are so bad they're good. Uh, you can also check out me, whosnextgaming.com. That's where this podcast is at if you are listening to it on a podcast app. Um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. You can go to um, whosnextgaming.com to see some of the other stuff we have. I also do a like movie, comic, and video game podcast on Who's Next Podcast. You can check that out over there. Uh, it's bio, It's one once a week I do movie stuff. Once a week I do game stuff. and just kind of flip between the two. So you can always check there, see what's going on there. And, um, yeah, and you can check out some of my friends. I recently did some guest spots, and I actually talked about this podcast as well as the other stuff I do with Nerds the Podcast, Blurds R Us, and uh, the Longbox Guys. So you can check their podcast out as well and see what they got going on. Uh, appreciate everybody, Ian, Ryan. Sorry for the connection issues as we're switched over to Discord. And Discord does seem to be a better app to use for, for talking. We just need to work out if it's internet connections or anything like that. So I apologize to any listeners who stuck with us to this point to the end. If uh, <clears throat> it's hard to understand Ryan or it was, you know, like Ian, I know you came in pretty good. So I'm pretty sure you're not going to be too hard. But there were moments where you clipped out a tiny bit, but nothing too extreme. And, of course, me, I'm always going to be perfect because it's recorded in my house. So my audio is going to be flawless. So uh, we're working on the kinks. We're working to make it better. And um, thank you for joining us. And I think the audio quality, at least, is going to sound better. 
is just going to be the cuts. That's going to be the problem. So, anyways, uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we're out.